government as a whole, especially in its introduction, uh, which is the January 8th statement, it is a, a, a lamentation um, that could have been written by any South African of sober habits uh, to state clearly the problems and the problems that are worsening in South Africa. Uh, it's written even by a leader of the opposition, the way that it is admitting openly the failures of the African National Congress. Mm. Now, this is the issue. The ANC was notified by Dr. Penuel Maduna of the ANC and the cabinet minister in 1998 that load shedding is going to start around 2007-2008, that they need to start building power stations. So they have been facing this problem of load shedding and potential load shedding since 1998. And in that time, up until 2023, they have not solved that problem. We don't know the date when they are going to have ended load shedding in South Africa. So to me, that is a sign of a party that has maintained a pattern of failure and has stayed on that pattern of failure, and in doing so has continued to lose votes to the point that by their own admission, by now, regardless, in fact, even if Mr. Ramaphosa stays on as the face of their electoral campaign, their best projection is that they'll get 48%. So it is a party that is on a clear pattern of failure. On the issue of crime, which is one of the priorities, what is difficult to find in South Africa is a police station that has got enough working vehicles to respond to crime as it happens. Um, It is difficult to find a police station that has got enough human resources, competent enough in number and competent enough to deliver the services. Mm-hmm. On the issue that is in your clip of professionalizing the public service, I spent 14 years from 2007 to the December 2021 as a lecturer at the British Business School and at the School of Governance teaching on the program, which was the uh, minimum competences for municipal officials and so on. Yes. Those had been started around 2005 under Trevor Manuel and others and have never been enforced. We trained people left, right, and center and certificated people, but those competences were never enforced. Those people who didn't have qualifications were never removed, although the law says they must be removed till today. So today, the ANC speaks about professionalizing the public service. And if it is a new idea, when it is an old idea that has already failed before, up until now. Yes. So let me stop there for a moment. All right. Now, Ramaphosa also further reiterated that they have reaffirmed the step-aside rule to ensure the integrity, the integrity of the ANC. Plus, the message of the renewal has long been echoed by the ANC as one of its top priorities. Can we probably expect anything different from the party leadership in this regard? The issue of success with the renewal of the ANC, we also have evidence on that. 
In 2017, when he took over power in the ANC, Ramaphosa said he's going to do a renewal of the ANC. This conference that were coming from in December is five years later. One of the problems that needed to be solved with renewal was to have accurate membership of the ANC, was to have compliant branches of the ANC that complied with the constitution of the ANC. For two days, the conference in Nazareth in December 16 to 20, December 2022, could not start because they were starting with what is called credentials. In other words, they could not distinguish who's a valid member of the ANC, who is supposed to be here at this conference as a valid delegate, a voting delegate in the conference. For two days, they could not do that. In South Africa, we have many membership systems. Our teams, golf courses, golf clubs, churches, all sorts of places have got membership systems. It is, to my mind, only the ANC that struggles to have validated, on any given moment, a validated membership system, membership database. So that is a clear sign to me that the African National Congress is in disarray on the renewal program. If you cannot just get a proper register of, of, of members in five years. So this renewal program is in trouble by itself. There has been pressure on the president to reshuffle his cabinet. Do you believe that we will see a decisive move and that the cabinet reshuffle could be on the cards? I said one the, the, the question of the cabinet reshuffle is, is easy to resolve. Uh, the question that is not easy to resolve is put new place in the cabinet. If since the 1990s, the average, the, uh, the, the, the quality of the average member of the ANC and the intellectual and professional capability of each leader, the average leader of the ANC, has been declining precipitously since the 1990s. So you remove that wood from the cabinet, which is going to happen. The unfortunate thing is that you are going to go and fetch other dead wood because the only thing you have is mainly dead wood. So even if they change the cabinet, like they've changed the NSC, changed the top six, when you look at the profile of the people that the uh, top seven now, uh, if you look at the top profile of the top leaders of the ANC, you look at their CVs, you Google them, you look at their previous scandals, their previous failures. It is predictable that if there is progress at all, it will be modest because they are being taken from a pool of weak and incompetent, underqualified and immoral people.